Hello, and thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the agency coach, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast today, we've got Peter from Kangaroo. How are you doing? Hi there, Chris. Yeah, great. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. No problem at all. Thanks for coming. Thanks for taking the time. First of all, first and foremost, tell us about Kangaroo UK. What do you do? What are you best known for? So we're a full service marketing agency. Uh, and with our two main strengths are Duda, building in Duda websites, mm-hmm. and uh, Amazon. They're the, they're the two, um, you know, managing Amazon people's Amazon accounts. They're, they are the two main so hmm. that's that's so both of those things are um i want to talk about both those things if i can but first of all how long has the agency been running so we started off as a branding agency 20 years ago uh and then we've just evolved and uh, yeah. we started off it was a, a more of a, a lifestyle agency and then in about 2016 2017 um we ended up with Basically, myself and Sharon got together and says, "Right, okay, let's let's make this let's grow this agency," mm-hmm. uh, which is what we've been working on doing. And then we introduced Duda in I think it was 2018, uh, and we've flown from there. Yeah, I, 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 my first ever mobile optimized website was with Duda back in 2012, um, and it was an M dot website, and I paid an extra twelve pounds a month to redirect it to to my own domain. Uh, so it wasn't like m dot duda forward slash chris's random terrible website dot com, um, but uh, I, I've um, I've I've been, I've seen quite a lot of the developments that have come in the last few years on the agency side of things, and they do have a really decent toolkit to kind of essentially build a web development department for your entire business with a lot less, should we say, pain than than having all different disciplines of development in one house. Yeah, well, for us, we we had. We've never had coders. We've never, um, mm. up until recently, we've never employed a coder at all. Mm. So we was all designers because we're from that design design world. So we just, uh, and we was subcontracting to other uh, coders as well, but WordPress, Joomla, Drupal, Magento, all the others. Um, and I was in a networking group one day and um, I was frustrated that we were struggling to get one website out a month you know just launching one site a month was just unbelievable painful i was venting to uh, to somebody with frustration i was always losing out because you know whatever the scope was with with the client and the and the contractor um you know we was always picking up the Mm. uh losing profit and we said well we've got to be able to do this ourselves there's got to be a way of doing it ourselves uh and a guy in the networking group to run us as well. There's a guy up in up north and he's knocking out 15 a month. Impossible. Can't happen. So <laughs> I get you a one to one. So I had a one to one with him and I went up and visited him. 
and yeah, sure enough, they were knocking out an average of 15 a month. And I was blown away. There was only six of them in the office, nine yeah. in the home office, couldn't believe it. And I came out and realized that this is, you know, I was actually physically ill over it because I realized, oh my God, what have I been doing all, my, you know, all this time? I've been wasting time. I had all, uh, and I got onto the on the phone and said, "Look, we've got to, we've got to change. We've got to, we've got to adopt the S uh, and Zuda in the, in the platform. You know, it, it's the answer to everything." Uh, and my daughter turned around and says, "Yeah, I told you about that six months ago." Yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Oh, that sounds yeah. familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's a lesson like that. So yeah, we 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 docked it. We've we've grown. The, the most we've actually launched in a month is twenty two. Um, not all of the, you know, not all of the big websites. Um, we're we're doing around around seven to ten at the moment, uh, but they are more complicated sites. And there's we build a lot of custom widgets now. We're now uh, um, a coder, and and we build custom widgets for ourselves and for uh, uh, for other agencies as well. That's awesome. And um, so, aside from realizing how much money you left on the table, and then adopting Duda. And what's been one of the biggest successes over the over the basically twenty years that you've been running? Um, it's real hard one to to answer because there's not one. There's yeah. there are lots of different things. Duda was definitely one of the major things. Um, we split the business up slightly. I, I concentrate more on the performance management side, so the uh, SEO PPC. Uh, Amazon and affiliate marketing, and um, Sharon and the team they focus on the editing to design websites um, and print or anything like that. So, but what we've done is we've been niching down. We've created our own environments: one just for websites, um, just selling and Duda; one just for Amazon, and then we've got a general one for for general marketing for the smaller businesses. Hmm. Um, so niching has helped uh yeah it's helped but i still think we're i still feel as though we're on a transition in that we're trying to niche more into those amazon and um and do the websites and anything else is just fills the gaps yeah uh, on the amazon side of things i mean it, it's not new obviously but it's relatively new from a perspective of what is uh, what's offered in a in an agency perspective so how did you how did you get into that? What was the the driver that got you there? Was that another oh shit? Look what we look what we're missing out on? Or did you? Uh, no, it it was it was part of um, one of the older websites. I'm still going through this transition at the moment. One of the older websites, all of a sudden, one of the um, pages started ranking. Uh, Amazon yeah. uh, client turned around, well, sourced it off the client turned around and says, "Can you help us?" So don't know, let's have a look, uh, and then. We put it on a website and then we started ranking for it. Um, and then, you know, we've got our own team that, that manages people's accounts now, uh, which really helps us. So, yeah, it's just it's just grown. It's just organically grown. That's awesome. Um, so let's not go back 20 years, but if you could go back towards the beginning of running the agency when you guys first started out, um, if you were to sort of, back in time and give your younger self some advice and um, what piece of advice do you think you'd give yourself niche yeah niche yeah it, it's just easier um 
but niching gives us the ability just to focus on one message, one uh, one website, one yeah. content. Uh, we can improve our uh, systems and processes. We um, we've had really adopted um, uh, something called uh, well, ClickUp is a, is our project manager. I love it to bits. It's fantastic. We we introduced it, well the Zen Pilot. I don't know whether you've come across Zen Pilot. The Zen Pilot um, have put a lot of um, systems and processes into agencies and it's got a free download um, to do it. And we just copied the download, we did it ourselves and it's been really successful, really changed us the way we are able to report and manage all the tasks. Nice. I, I've, I've, I, it, it, it was such, it's such a good platform click up from an agency running point of view. Um, the automations are great that you can build the templates that you can create for yourself as well for repeating tasks. There's, there's a way of managing accountability without it being a onerous or, uh, um, unfair process on the team. So the team, a team doesn't feel like they're being watched, but also there's an accountability layer there that shows like a, a ledger of everything that's going on. Yeah. So he's bringing, we, I, I'm in a mastermind group as well, which is something I started, um, a couple of years ago, uh, mm-hmm. And it was going through our uh, accountability meetings. I was saying to the guys, how do you get this information out? And I showed them my, uh, my click up with them. Whoa, hold on a minute. You've got it set up wrong. Because that's the problem. Click up. Oh, yeah. Very many different. Uh, well, it's the old uh, garbage in, garbage out uh, philosophy when it comes yeah. to these things, but isn't it? I, but when I, they introduced me to a Zen pilot, I, it's a 50 page download. I spent uh, Christmas, one, you know, one Christmas going through it. And, adapting you know all our clients moving them over into this format and overnight it just made a, a massive difference uh another thing that we do is we um we introduced traction um the in mm-hmm. and uh, in we we're running that on 90 at the moment but we're actually considering a lot of meeting in a couple of weeks to try and merge that into click up as well that's awesome so yeah so we've been introduced to all these other other areas of the um you know for helping us grow our business that's awesome and and i and and the the traction stuff in particular like that that's it's a bit like from an agency point of view it's a bit like the the duda moment where you kind of go that's what that's the right way to do it this is amazing everyone should be doing this <laughs> what i found you know as you can see I, I like reading books i like understanding how to try and systemize a process. Mm. And I found that it was, it was really difficult. So, okay, I've been tracking, I've had it for, on the shelf for years, but trying to put it into a format that actually made sense. Mm. And then for the team to adopt was 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 really challenging. So what we did is we uh, we go through um, traction, uh, team meetings, and I was a little bit um, standoffish at at the time because I thought well did I should I is it just leaders or is it the whole team uh and I went do you know what it's let's just do it as, as the whole team and then I'm sat in the meetings and I'm being honest with you I'm going god this cost me a lot of money isn't it you know I've, I've got mm-hmm. eight or ten people in the room and hours uh of uh, an hour of lost revenue uh um, and I thought well, and I've got lots and lots of um sheets of paper eight eight uh, A1 paper is stuck all over the walls and I thought how do I make sense of this 
So we introduced 90, um, 90.io. That really helped us put everything together uh, and create scorecards for, for the lot. And then we have these regular meetings. And then, I've got to be honest now, if I still have people coming in, you know, in, in a team meeting. We've got one today, actually, after this meeting, and mm. um, to to develop our plan for um, you know our, our next three years, our next quarter two, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Making sure that everything's all in line. Uh, but this uh, the the challenge that you know the current of the room I'm going on productivity. But when they leave the room, I've got to be honest. I'm I'm right, but I'm so pleased I brought them in. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. It's like. I don't like it and I'm sure you don't like it when you kind of see you seeing stuff happening all the time but you're not seeing the whole picture and then you get people that you trust who can who can do what they're doing and they show you what they're doing and you go oh okay, you 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 are running this well this is brilliant I like this and what what the biggest thing is 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 their ideas it's not my ideas it's their ideas I'm just I'm I am steering them where I wanted to go and I'm I'm just being open and transparent what we what we're doing Mm. Uh, and um, but they're coming up with the ideas and they're putting yeah. the systems and processes. You know, yeah. Like, I mean, a, a captain a captain sets the destination and very rarely steers the ship. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, this morning they've all had an hour and it's just been doing the do the university just to make sure that they're up because they said by the end of quarter one they'll have all their certification all done, and mm. um, so they're just taking short chunks of time out to um, to do those sort of things. Awesome. And um, so, is there something that you 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 did early doors when you set up the the agency that's kind of set you up for this success now? The the longevity is is obviously a a, um, a, a result of of something you've done well early doors. No, I think we 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 networked a lot. Um, we grew business on our local networking, but the problem that that came was we couldn't scale the we couldn't demand um, a high hourly rate um you know we're not cheap we don't pretend to be cheap we're 120 pounds an hour and uh i'm proud of that and then we're not efficient as well yeah so we've got to improve our efficiencies um but we can't continue with that in in our local environment so the i think i should have had a coaching earlier than than i have done uh because i thought i could do it all on myself mm. uh, I found what I realized looking back is I procrastinated quite a lot. Uh, and I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't get the buy-in of the team. I had nobody holding me accountable for making sure that I was getting these things done. It was easy to do work up, work in the business and work on the business. So, um, if that's I should, that's a, that's a hard thing to learn, right? Like, yeah. Hey, Mr. Basically every single agency leader being the same ego driven person. Um, you need to start thinking about other things that are not how amazing you are, but how many things you need to learn. It's really yeah, hard. Well, well, one of the things we did, we, we um, you know, I'm I'm early fifties now, and I want to be out by sixty, so I want to sell this agency. But so I had an idea of what uh, exit looked like, and then I went to the coach and we wrote it all down and realised mm, actually mm. those mm. numbers are not quite right. So we've We've had to, and this is why another reason why we bring them all in. And I said to the mm. team, look, you can either um, um, have a, a employee-owned trust, so you could they can buy the agency out themselves and mm. do it that way, or if you prefer, there'll be um, we will go to you know we'll sell to another agency. 
Uh, and that's where we started looking at, you know, what does a, an agency need to look like? What are the benchmarks um, that are out there, which is why we joined the mastermind group and that's developed into um, uh, more than one-on-one as well, mastermind on one-on-one and accountability. Well, the 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 um the interesting thing is when you build a, an agency and you're growing it and you're in it all the time, obviously you get to that point where you start working on it, which is brilliant and it's a bit of a watershed. But the um building it to sell perspective is is really difficult because you've got to think about the decisions you make that are right for your team and right for the business, but also are attractive to someone else. And it's not always just the you know the bank balance, but it's it often is. But it's it's the the composition of the business and the types of clients that it it generates and things like that that if you're focusing in one direction you may end up accidentally making it really hard to exit in the long run and yeah. you just don't know it until you start speaking to coaches mentors and in masterminds and things like that yeah that, that's exactly right we was uh, we was on the wrong track um, and you know we've not got enough recurring revenue we know that but there again we you know we build websites. Um, but we we work it we we having we're changing our systems and processes to be able to upsell more and and it's about having systems and processes. People are buying, and other people when they're looking at us in our eyes are going to be buying us because of the specialisms that, that we do and the systems and mm. processes that we've got. So for that can that's awesome. Still human, but we oh, we've got a long way to go. But we're we're on the road. Oh, there's no such thing as perfection. Come on, Peter. <laughs> so um, if there's someone listening to this podcast now and they've, they're they waiting and itching to hear your one piece of advice, they're just about to start an agency and they've knocked on your door and they said, Peter, give me one bit of advice before I get going. What would it What would it be? Get a coach. Yeah, well, I mean, and the OMG Centre is the perfect place to go and get a coach. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks very much. Brilliant. Cheers, Peter. It's <laughs> getting you, you need this is a well-trodden path. One of our challenges was we've never none of us in our team worked for a larger agency before. So, what does a larger agency look like? What is the um, mm. what should the EBITDA be? What should the the net profit be? What should the you know the output the utilization scores be? Um, uh, and then how how do we track them? How do we do that? It's, yeah. In some way, some people were going, oh, it's, it's simple. Yeah, because they know they've been there. We haven't. Yeah, and, and oh, well, nothing. <laughs> Designers, they pollinated lo- lovely, colourful plants and uh, flowers and stuff like that. And, you know, and by encouraging them and bringing them into the, into these meetings has helped them adopt. Mm. So this is their idea. This is their great plan. And they're following in. Yeah, I, I mean, it is great. It is great advice. And I think that the only kind of caveat to that advice is you should only ever get coaching or mentorship when you're ready to listen to it um even if it's right at the beginning probably best but you need to be ready to listen because it's it, it it's you know there's no point in visiting the doctor and not taking the medicine um it's, it, it's it's hard enough to come to terms with you not being perfect at what you think you're perfect at or something like that but if you're trying to grow and you're not willing to listen to the supporting advice that you're asking for, then then it's not the right time to take on a coach. I think there's um, when when the students are ready, the coach will appear. And there's that mm. one of the biggest aha moments when I started the um, 
uh, the face-to-face -face, uh, coaching calls was I actually I went to, went to London I had a meeting had a, a really good meeting I come back and I, f I felt awful I felt so bad you know yeah, like yeah. you've been beaten up yeah absolutely and then I realised what I've been doing I've been there struggling myself in my own four walls trying to get all trying to get it perfect trying to get all the systems and processes in and then I'd neglected myself I'd neglected my uh, my own body I, I didn't do any exercise I wasn't I was eating junk food and I was just focused on 100% trying to get it right. And then you go, hold on a minute. <laughs> it's almost not right. <laughs> what is it? And that's, that has really helped me. Just, just mm. went there from the business and I came back, sorted myself out. That's awesome. Um, brilliant advice to end the podcast on. So thank you so much, Peter, for coming along. No problem. Thank you for the opportunity. Thanks a lot. And it gets nuggets out of this. I, I think people, people probably will. Um, and in our next episode, we'll be speaking to another digital agency leader to hear their story and the lessons they've learned along the way. But in the meantime, thanks very much for, for listening, everybody. <laughs>